When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Transit. I'm Ingrid Iverson, and I'm here with Scott Tajarian. We are going to talk about what's happening in the planets and stars. Yes, we are. I'm so excited. (laughs) How are you, Ingrid? I'm ready. You're ready. Good. I'm glad you're ready because this week I've got something a little different that I'm adding to the podcast this week. I'm going to ask some questions for you to answer. Uh Uh-oh. For for me to answer? For you to answer, yes. And for the audience to answer as well. I want to invite you to direct your focus in a way that assists you in riding the planetary waves, the frequencies that the planets are putting out there for us. So the big alignment this week is the full moon in Sagittarius. So the full moon in Sagittarius, I'm going to get into details about what that means. But before we get there, I'm just going to say what that says to me is the theme is about reflecting your emotional truth by sharing your ideas and feelings. So for you, Ingrid, and you don't have to answer this right now. This isn't (laughs) one of the questions, but (laughs) if you're thinking about who you want to share your emotional truth with or how you would like to share your emotional truth, how would you like to communicate your emotional truth? So with without further ado, Monday, June 1st, we're looking at the sun in Gemini which is forming a trine with the moon in Libra. So this is before the full moon in Sagittarius, the moon will be in Libra. And the full moon is when the moon is reflecting the light of the sun in totality. The sun is directly opposite the moon, and so you can see the moon fully. But before that happens, we see slivers of the moon. And... When the moon is getting a little bit bigger in terms of what we can see, but it's not full yet, that is a trine. And a trine is when you have two planetary pieces in signs that are of the same modality. So the sun is in Gemini, and that's air, and the moon is in Libra. And that's air. So the sun and the moon will both be in air signs on Monday. And the sun is the identity. Gemini is the sign of communication. The moon is the emotions. And Libra is the sign of relationships. So the question to think about on Monday is, what would you like to communicate in your relationships? This is the question, Ingrid. What would you like to communicate in your relationships and who would you like to connect with and share your ideas? The first two questions for Monday are what would you like to communicate in your relationships and who would you like to connect with and share your ideas? What would I like to communicate in my relationships? I think sometimes I over communicate 
or I share too much. So sorting out my thoughts, slowing down and deciding what is really important to communicate before I even open my mouth is probably a good start. (laughs) That's great. That's great. So it's using some discernment over what to communicate rather than vomiting verbally (laughs) all over who you're, you're speaking with. Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. That's a good intention to set for Monday. There was, was it a two part question? Yeah. Who would you like to connect with and share your ideas? I've been having quite a lot of friction in my home life with my roommates. So definitely being more intentional about what it is I want to communicate before I say it. So consciously putting my thoughts together before they leave my mouth. That's definitely a good focused intention. And especially because this next point on Monday, uh, the other planetary peace. And for all the new listeners out there, I, I like to say planetary peace because astrology is like a board game to me. So the planets are like the pieces, the stars are the board. And the third planetary piece, in addition to the sun and the moon that we're talking about on Monday, is Mercury, which is the planet of communication, which is now moved into Cancer. And Cancer is the sign that represents the home. So it's about communicating with the people that you share a home with. Wow. Yes. Well, that is very fitting for my life right now. Yes. And the reason why we're talking about Mercury today in Cancer is because today, Monday, June 1st, is the day that Mercury moves into its shadow. And no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what that means, right? Yeah, I don't want it to go in its shadow. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a retrograde on the horizon, not too far into the future. In, in 16 days, on June 17th, Mercury will begin its retrograde transit. So right now it's moving into its shadow, meaning from here until... July 26th, when Mercury moves out of its shadow, it's going to be transiting across the same portion of the sky that it has been in. It's going to be retracing its steps. It's going to be slowing down and then moving backwards and then slowing down again and then moving forwards. You're going to ask a question. Yeah. So retrograde always seems scary. It goes into its shadow. Everything gets out of whack. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of lessons in the retrograde. And Scott never seems to flinch when there's a retrograde. It's always (laughs) something he's prepared for. So maybe you can give us a tip we can do to make the retrograde work for us instead of against us. First of all, it's to wake up and recognize what is happening around you. The reason why I don't flinch as much, and I wouldn't say that I don't flinch. I mean, I'm definitely paying attention. (laughs) You're flinching? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I don't want to sound arrogant or cocky, you know, Uh, but it's something to be mindful of. So if you're going to get hit in the face, you might still flinch, but you You can brace for it. You can brace for it. Exactly. But Mercury retrograde doesn't have to feel like getting hit in the face. It's important to just slow down along with the planet. Mercury, this is the planet that rules your conscious mind, how you receive and process information, and then exchange that information with others, how you communicate that information with others. And so these planets, they create a rhythm. And the rhythm of Mercury is typically moving one to two degrees a day. It starts slowing down, and then it only moves one degree every three days, then every four days. Then, for like a week or more, it stays at one degree. And then, it starts moving backwards, slowly. 
and then it moves one to two degrees a day, moving backwards. And then it slows down and stays at a degree for several days before moving forward again. And what is happening here is it's fucking with your mind. (laughs) And it really is. So you have to be aware of that. And you have to be aware that most of the people around you, it's fucking with their minds too. But what makes it really uncomfortable is they have no idea. So they're just reacting to what they're feeling. Yeah. And what you have to do is restrain yourself from reacting to their reaction. And that's the big challenge. Okay. Uh, But Mercury is going to be moving through Cancer during this whole retrograde period. And Cancer is all about the home. So mark (laughs) these dates down, Ingrid. June 17th, July 12th, July 26th. These are your markers. On June 17th is when Mercury begins its retrograde transit. On July 12th, it ends its retrograde transit. And on July 26th, it finally moves out of its shadow to a new degree that it hasn't traced over in the last two months. So use these dates as markers and this is where the question comes in how would you like to improve your communication in the home with your family or with those that you share a home with so think about that being able to express myself maybe not in the moment of a frustration but not saving all of these aggravations up and letting them spill out all at once later, addressing the issues that come up and not letting them pass to build up resentment. Because that's definitely what I've done in the past and it has not worked out so well. So now you have your goals. Now you know what you need to do from today, June 1st until July 26th. See if you've been honoring your intention of letting the steam out of the pot a little bit at a time rather than letting it collect to the point where it explodes and blows its top. Think of how you're nurturing yourself. Cancer is ruled by the moon. It's a moody sign. So there's bound to be some mood swings in your mind, in the way that you communicate, in the way that people are communicating with you. There's going to be a lot of moodiness that comes around. Just be aware of that and accept it rather than get angry about it. Okay. Yeah. So we can move on to Tuesday, June 2nd. We're looking at Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, Lady Luck, who is retrograde right now in Gemini, the twins, the sign of communication. This is creating some confusion in the relationship realm. (laughs) And I'm curious, not only for you, Ingrid, but for the listeners out there, has anyone from your past return to you in some way, shape, or form, whether in reality or in a dream, a former lover, a close friend, a business associate. When Venus moves retrograde, it tends to bring these people back from the past because it's a time to rebalance the ledger of your relationships. It depends on how far in the past we want to go. My past is like intermingled with my present, I feel like, (laughs) at the moment. Um, But I have had some dreams. Mm -hmm. Well, dreams are very powerful right now. And this is a powerful transit uh, for dreams because Venus 
is going to be connecting with Mars, and Mars is in Pisces. This creates a square, which is a very stressful, challenging aspect, but Pisces is the sign of dreams. Mm. So Mars moving through Pisces is really churning up the subconscious. What's important to think about is... Pisces is not only the sign of dreams in the subconscious, it's also the sign of compassion because it's the final sign of the zodiac. So it feels the 11 signs that come before it. Pisces rules the feet. The feet carry the weight of the entire body. So that compassion can can be overwhelming and can create a need to escape. But what compassionate action would you like to see from those with whom you are in relationship with. This is something for you to think about. What do you need to rebalance? What do you need to do to rebalance the masculine and feminine energies in your relationships through better communication and more compassionate action? Well, balancing the ledger between the masculine and the feminine really resonates for me because I have a tendency to overgive and then I end up feeling like the scales are tipped in the wrong You're depleted. Imbalance. Yeah. Yeah. And then I end up feeling upset. So learning how to not give so much while also still being myself and then also being able to ask for the things that I need and give the people in my life the opportunity to show up instead of expecting them to know what I need. Good. I love that. Honor that. Yeah. Honor that intention. And that's something to really focus on for Tuesday, June 2nd. Now, Wednesday, June 3rd, continuing with the communication theme and with Venus, on Wednesday, June 3rd, Venus will be in conjunction with the sun in Gemini, meaning they will be right on top of each other. They'll be at the exact same degree in Gemini. The sun is that great ball of fire out there that is bringing energy, life, light, and vitality to wherever it goes. So because the sun will be at the exact same degree as Venus, it is bringing light, life, and vitality to your relationship frame to the relationship frame within you to your relationships a lot of attention is going to be brought towards your relationship energy so this is something if there is somebody that maybe you've been dreaming about somebody from the past someone you were in relationship with what was that dream about this might be an opportunity for you to reach out to that individual is there something about that relationship that left an imbalance within you. And if so, now is a great opportunity for you to reach out to that individual and say, hey, what's up? I wanted to connect with you and really share what you're thinking. Share your conscious mind with this individual so that the scales can be balanced, so that the ledger can be balanced. So, How would you like to balance the ledgers? Again, I think just going back to communicating my needs to the people around me and giving them the opportunity to balance the ledger because I maybe over-nurture and then expect something that is unrealistic. Good. Putting myself first and then communicating my needs. Yes. So having better boundaries for myself so that doesn't happen. Mm, Good. So moving on to Thursday, June 4th. The moon has now reached Sagittarius. When we last saw the moon, it was on Monday in Libra. 
Now it is in Sagittarius where it will oppose the sun, creating the full moon. But before it does that, it's going to come into contact with three other planetary pieces. Mercury, which we spoke of earlier, moving into its shadow in Cancer. And then two other planetary pieces that we have not mentioned this week. This all sounds really ominous. (laughs) Oh boy, what is the third one? Uh, Chiron, the wounded healer and symbol of ancient wisdom. And the third is Uranus. (laughs) It feels very serious over here. I don't know why I keep laughing. (laughs) Good. I'm glad you're laughing. Uranus, the planet of the unexpected, the planet of revolution, rebellion, independence, and innovation. So all three of these planets, Mercury, or I should say all four of these planets, the moon, Mercury, Uranus, and Chiron. All four of these planets are going to be at eight degrees. So it's like a quadruple connection because Chiron is connecting to Mercury. Uranus is connecting to Mercury and all three are connecting to the moon. I don't think I've heard you speak about a planetary alignment like this yet. It's intense. Yeah, I don't know if I have. It's uh, it's very unique to have four planets that are all at the exact same degree. I mean, that's that's an intense alignment. So what does that mean? What does it mean? What does it mean, Ingrid? <laughs> I don't know. Can you tell me? No, I, you're supposed to tell. <laughs> I'm supposed to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> well, to make it simple, I'm going to break it down piece by piece, and then we'll have like kind of a, a clear overview of what it means. So first, when we're talking about the moon in Sagittarius in relation to Mercury and Cancer. Here's the question. How can you express your emotional truth to your family or with whom you share a home? Because Sagittarius is the blunt sign. It's the sign that is symbolized by the archer. The archer is very direct. It wants to hit the bullseye. Uh, It's the sign of honesty, the sign of truth. And Mercury is the planet of communication. It is in the sign of Cancer, which symbolizes the home, the family, the roots. So how would you like to communicate your emotional truth to the people you're living with? That sounds like a positive thing. Very positive. Very positive. It's a time for you to to really open your heart and speak. Say, this is what I need. This is what I want. I thought it was going to be scary. Well, I guess it could be scary, but I thought it was going to be like really dark or something. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. It all depends on... We, uh, we're not finished with the, the day yet. So no, we'll... <laughs> exactly. So the next piece that we're talking about, the moon in Sagittarius will be forming a trine with Chiron and Aries. They're both in fire signs. So that's what the trine is about. When you have two planets in, in two signs that are the same element, the moon is in Sagittarius, fire. Chiron is in Aries, which is also fire. So how can you express your emotional truth in a way that heals the wound to your self-confidence? Another layer. Yes, that's another layer. Okay. Then the moon in Sagittarius in conjunction with Uranus in Taurus. Taurus is all about security, finance, and all material matters, including art, culture, money. How can you express your emotional truth to reclaim your independence in the material world. So putting those layers together, 
expressing your emotional truth to your family or with whom you share a home, expressing your emotional truth in a way that heals the wound to your self-confidence, and expressing your emotional truth in order to reclaim your independence in the material world. Now, Mercury is also going to be connecting with Chiron in Aries. That's a very stressful connection. But the question there is, how can sharing the wound to your self-confidence as stemming from your childhood experiences teach you to nurture yourself? The wound that you have to your self-confidence, it didn't happen yesterday. You know, it happened Been there for a long time. A long time. Since day one, since probably before you were even awake or conscious, but by the time you were conscious, you were having those experiences and they followed you into this life. So really think about how sharing the wound to your self-confidence from your childhood experiences can teach you how to nurture yourself, how to take care of yourself. Once you can nurture yourself, then you can truly approach relationships from a place of courage in a courageous way. Sometimes when we just call something out for what it is, it takes away its power. So if we can find out where the wound came from, we take away some of its power just by acknowledging that it exists. Right. Yes. I love that. (laughs) It's a great insight. Now with Mercury and Cancer connecting to Uranus and Taurus, how can you communicate your need for independence within the material world in order to create a better environment for you to nurture yourself and feel secure? Do I answer that one? If you want. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at myself, taking care of myself first, addressing what my needs are, and then expressing them to the people around me. Having better Having better boundaries. Yes. Boundaries. Boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that, and that's all in line with uh, Mercury and Cancer. You know, the crab has that shell to protect itself. Right? Yeah, maybe. It's like a boundary. Well, maybe I was like a soft shell crab for a while, and now I'm learning to have a thicker skin and like take care of myself better, have a little harder shell. And you are a crab because (laughs) your moon is in cancer. And and if I'm not mistaken, you're going to mark this... (laughs) (laughs) this day down for you. Wait, what day is it? Thursday, June 4th, because I'm pretty sure that your moon is at eight degrees in Cancer. (gasps) Okay. So it's at the exact degree that all of these planets are going to be at. This is a big, big, big day for you. Okay. Big day for you. Growing my shell. Yes. (laughs) Growing your shell. You're a hard shell crab, not a soft shell crab. Yeah. Wait, do all crabs do that though? They have a... Uh, they sh- they molt their <laughs> shell so then they're soft and then they grow a new shell okay so you're getting to the harder part of the season okay i think that's life <laughs> that's life okay that's life you're constantly molting getting broken down and rebuilding yourself and broken down and rebuilding yourself the planets move two steps forward one step back two steps forward one step back they're moving forward then they're retrograding then they're moving forward then they're- it's all the rhythm That's the rhythm. Friday, June 5th. This is what we've all been waiting for, Ingrid. The full moon in Sagittarius. I teased it at the top of the episode. Everyone's been hanging on, wanting to know what's going to happen with the full moon. But everything that was leading up to the full moon has been preparing you for what you needed to do during the full moon. We've been talking about speaking your truth in relationships, from your emotions to the people that you're living with, your family, whoever you're sharing a home with. The full moon is all about release. 
howl at the moon. We know the wolf howling at the moon. That is a release. That is what the full moon is all about. A couple weeks ago when we were talking about the new moon in Gemini was all about planting the seeds of the coming harvest. How were you going to be a better communicator within this 28-day moon cycle? Now, here we are two weeks later, and it's time to really show the harvest. Show how you are a better communicator by the actions that you take as a communicator. Have you improved in the last two weeks? And that's a question for everybody. Have you have you improved as a communicator over the last two weeks? Now, the moon in Sagittarius, Sagittarius, again, the blunt speaker, they don't sugarcoat things, these Sagittarius people. And they say, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. And that's great. This is the sign of honesty, of truth. Finding your truth, connecting to your emotional truth. So what can you release by communicating your emotions so that you can obtain greater personal freedom? Because Sagittarius is the freedom-loving sign. What can you release by communicating your emotions to obtain a greater personal freedom? I would release I would release anger and resentment, although I have been really holding on to it. So I guess that the full moon is a good day to let it go. Okay, if you've been holding on to it, then this is the week to let it go. Oh yeah, is there any things you recommend for the full moon in terms of setting the space for our intention of releasing things? For me, I've started speaking to myself out loud, which uh-huh. I, I never have before. Just stating out loud what you want to get rid of out loud in your space. Breathing that thought into existence out of your mind, I think is important. Or writing it down and even burning it. That's also really fun and therapeutic. Just the act of even writing something down that's in your mind, giving it the attention it deserves to get it out of you. I love that. I think that's great. I think that's awesome. There's so much you can do on the full moon. Uh, I think it's important to acknowledge it and acknowledge your intentions. For me personally, during the last full moon in Scorpio, I went to the beach in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, you know, it was the waves were crashing and it was they were lit up because of like the algae or whatever. Oh, yeah. It was so incredible. The water was like bath water. It was super warm. It was so bright outside from the moon. And I literally just lied down on the sand after I went in the water and just looked up and just like had communion with the moon you know and just connected with it and i didn't say anything but i felt like i was communicating telepathically with the energy i felt so alive it was amazing that sounds so magical just a reminder to even look at the moon is is really nice and this is why i was telling people on monday when the moon is in libra and it's creating a trine with the sun in gemini go outside on monday night look at the moon You will see what it looks like during a trine. Take a mental note and you will know from then on, anytime the moon looks like that, the sun is in a sign that is the same element as the sign which the moon is in. When you go outside during the full moon, it's obviously going to be full. Why is it full? Because the sun is directly opposite the moon. Hitting it straight on. Yes, So these are things to think about. This is how you can look up in the sky and actually understand what's going on astrologically without looking at your computer or whatever. Yeah, so if the sun is your identity and it's shining, it's connecting directly with the moon, which is your emotions, 
Wait, you translate that part. What? Yeah, well, when the, the sun connecting to your emotions, that's your identity connecting to the emotions. So really forcing you to identify how you are feeling emotionally in relation to who you are as a human being. Okay. It's important to stay in touch with our emotions. So Saturday, June 6th, we're talking about the sun, which we've mentioned several times this week, along with another planet that we mentioned earlier this week, Mars in Pisces. So the sun is in Gemini, Mars is in Pisces, Gemini is mutable air, Pisces is mutable water, the mutual mutability creates a very strong connection, but air and water are conflicting elements, so that creates a square. So there could be a lot of tension on Saturday, Friday, you expressed your emotional truth, and maybe now it's like backlashed in some way. You know, the person or the people that you expressed your emotional truth to, they didn't take it very kindly, they got moody about it, <laughs> and now it's creating some friction. So with Mars and Pisces, it's churning up the subconscious mind. And Mars is the god of war. war. Okay. The god of war. When the god of war is rolling through the sign that represents your subconscious, your unconscious, dreams, drugs and alcohol. Addictions. Yeah. Mm. All forms of escapism. Okay. It creates... Some shit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Ingrid. <laughs> well said. <laughs> so the question for Saturday is, what ideas do you want to share that will create compassionate action? Because just because it's a square and it's stressful and there's going to be tension and the God of War squaring the sun, how do we work with this energy and turn it into something positive? What ideas do you want to share that will create compassionate action? And with whom do you want to share these ideas? Well, after a war, there's usually a resolution. So maybe yeah. focusing your communication on a resolution to the problem at hand. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I'm ready for one of those. <laughs> so yeah, it is, it is stressful to think about the coming together and the energy that it takes to resolve something. Cause it's not usually pleasant, mm. but if you allow it to happen, then you can actually move forward and have peace afterwards. Yeah. Good. Good. That's such a great antidote. Oh, it's so hard to remember that in the moment. I've, I have definitely been avoiding the coming together for a resolution of something because it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, an important thing to remember, too, about this whole period with the sun and Venus retrograde and Gemini, this is the sign of communication. And when you're talking about a resolution, in order for there to be a resolution, both parties need to listen to one another. So this is really a period to be focused on active listening. What do you need? I'm going to tell you what I need, but I need to know what you need. And then I'm going to see if what you need works with what I can give. And you're going to tell me if what I need works with what you can give. And if you say no and I say no, then we have to rework it somehow. That's how you come to a resolution. Seems so simple when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's much easier said than done. For sure. What's the word for that? Compromise. Compromise. Jeez. Okay. This is what I wrote down for that day. Yeah. Listen, share, compromise, resolve. Amen. Yes. Well done. I'm getting some good notes here. Good. Good. <laughs> so Sunday, June 7th, the moon has now moved on to Capricorn. 
and it will now be connecting with Mars. So we're talking about Mars again in Pisces, but now the moon is in Capricorn. Capricorn is an Earth sign. Pisces is a water sign. So yesterday, Mars had to deal with that stress squaring the sun. But on Sunday, that stress is harmonized or healed by having the moon, the planet of emotions, in Earth connecting to Mars and water. So you were able to come to a resolution, perhaps with an authority figure. Now is the time to think about next week. What are your career goals for the week? How can you best use your intuition to take the steps necessary to achieve those goals? Mars is in Pisces. Pisces is ruled by the fish. The fish are very intuitive creatures. They're not using their eyes and ears and their nose as much as they're feeling what's in the water and moving based on that. So this is a time to really ask yourself, how can I use my intuition to make my dreams come true in terms of my career? I've been working on mantras to lead and then to listen. So I've been really trying to tap into listening in the physical world with other people and communicating, but also listening to myself Mm. and tapping into my intuition, which for me is getting really quiet and getting really still to allow some wisdom to come through from the inside. So for me, that just means meditation, less thinking and more feeling. You can think and talk something to death, but if you just feel into it, that's when you really get your messages. Mm. I love that you said to lead and to listen, because I feel like in order to lead, you have to be able to listen, not only to others, but also to yourself. Because if you're always listening to others on what to do, then you're not leading. So you have to listen to what your spirit, your mind, your body is telling you to do. And then you take action based on that. And those who follow, follow. Those who don't, that's okay. But you're going your own way. And that's what matters. Thank you for being here. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. If this was helpful and enjoyable to you, please feel free to rate us five stars on iTunes. If this was helpful to you, please feel free to rate us five stars on iTunes. You can contact me via theweeklytransit.com. If you have any questions astrologically, if you're interested in a reading and learning more about your astrological code and how the planets and stars have shaped you, contact me. You can also sign up for our free weekly email, The Weekly Transit, where we go into even greater detail of the planets and stars. And I have like visuals to help you follow along. Thanks for sharing all your amazing astrology, celestial star tips. For My getting, pleasure. For getting through the week. Yeah. I, I'm ready to use them. <laughs> cool. All right. Bye, Scott. Bye. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. That's it. That's it. That's it.